Welcome to A to Z Sports, powered by BetMGM. I'm Austin Stanley. He is Zach Bingham. Make sure you follow us on Twitter, on YouTube, Facebook, Periscope. That's Twitter now. Instagram and Twitch and TikTok. We're Nationals On Demand Sports Talk Network, and we go live every weekday morning at 8 Central Time. Got to thank our sponsors uh, because they make everything happen for our show and for you guys. Uh, Renters Warehouse, Nashville, the professional landlords in the area at RentersWarehouse.com. Mandu, the Pulse of Fitness, one 15-minute workout equals five-plus hours in the weight room. Mandu.com, your first workout is free. Uh, Wilson County Hyundai, that's where we are today, WilsonCountyHyundai.com in Lebanon for your new vehicle. Calvin and Subtle for your brand-new hardwood floors and finishings at CalvinUnsettle.com. And Bone and Joint Institute, BoneAndJointTN.org, the region's destination for comprehensive orthopedic and sports medicine care. You gave a snap. What, what did what did that mean? I thought of a good magic bucket submission, which is stand up and do a TikTok in front of the 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 group. What does that do a TikTok? What does do a TikTok mean? Well, you're newly on TikTok. Yeah, I've, I've posted. A- I've the only time I've been on TikTok is to create, and I've posted now four TikToks from Titans practice on the A to Z Sports National TikTok, and that's good. And I think we can build off of that, but. There's some funny stuff on TikTok. There's some weird stuff on TikTok. I don't doubt. I don't and doubt. there's some cringeworthy stuff on TikTok. I'm more going towards the cringeworthy stuff where these, you know, girls dance and look like an idiot for like 10 seconds. I think that can be pulled off here for the Magic Bucket in the future. Yeah, that sure. That's fine. Okay, so Zach, you were at Titans minicamp practice yesterday. Before we dive into... Ryan Tannehill and what he does not get credit for. What was your first impression of seeing Julio live in person for the first time? Yeah, and I tweeted about this yesterday. You can tell uh, the big-time players from the guys trying to make the team, right? There is a physical difference. But there's also a practice difference. And Julio Jones showed that to me yesterday. I thought Josh Reynolds actually did a pretty good job as well. But Julio Jones was involved. As I tweeted out yesterday, I saw multiple things. You know, a couple of guys made plays that were on the wide receiver group in team practice. Julio recognized that. And I think that means a lot. Julio brings more than just the ability. He brings a name. He brings respect. I mean, the best wide receiver on the team prior to Julio, and that could be argued going into this season, was A.J. Brown. Or is A.J. Brown? A.J. Brown has always looked up to Julio Jones. So when Julio Jones claps and gives you some confidence that you did something good, I noticed that. There was another drill where it was more of a cone drill where wide receivers had to chop their feet and get to a, a spot. Julio Jones was asking a wide receivers coach to make sure, do you have to touch the cone? Do you have to get near the cone? asking questions to the coach. And one of the things that Julio said is, I just want to make sure that I'm doing it right, coach. Yeah. And I, I noticed that. And those little things, you talk about leadership, but you also talk about a premier player continuing to work to get better. So wow. I was really impressed with the vocal skills of Julio of being a teammate on a team he literally just joined. And that's big because you know who – why Julio's asking and telling Coach Moore, I want to make sure I do everything right, is because everybody in that position group is going to watch how Julio Jones does every drill because they want to do it 
right there or better or try to be on the same level of Julio Jones in practice, which is not realistic for these guys, but it's something to look at and to learn from. So that's good. I'm curious overall about what you thought about Josh Reynolds. The wide receiver conversation is not on the docket for today's show, so maybe we'll save Josh Reynolds and Des Fitzpatrick for another day because I am curious about that. One thing I will say, last thing on Julio before we get to, to Tannehill. He runs aggressive routes in practice. Yeah. I've seen a lot of practice. I've seen 10-plus years of practice in my life. I've seen a lot of bad wide receivers go through this Titans franchise at St. Thomas Sports Park or Baptist Sports Park back in the day. He runs routes aggressively and very poignant. That, I think, is what I took away just from one day of practice is that it didn't matter if he was just running a drill or if he was running team or if he was running one-on-ones. Like, he he was he was focused on getting off the block, getting to his break, getting to his cut, and getting open, right? Mm-hmm. And I think, I think that is really what opened my eyes is the reason why Julio Jones is so damn good Besides the physical ability of catching the ball, it's getting open. Yeah. You know what's really hard to defend? A dynamic wide receiver that gets open. Like, right? If you're a corner, mm-hmm. you try to take advantages uh you try to take advantage of the the mistakes that wide receivers make right when the, the ball is snapped to try to figure out their tendencies, their shoulders, their hips, their footwork. And I feel like Julio is a tough code to crack when it comes to trying to take advantage of his weaknesses. Yeah. I saw that in the little bit that I have in one day of practice. Right. And uh, Liz says uh, Waffle House. He's always open. And he's always open because you don't know what route he's going to run because every route starts the same way with an explosive first step. And then he gets in and out of his breaks at 6'3", 220 plus pounds. He can lower his hips and burst out of a break not like a lot of people at that size can do. So it does make it very difficult. And Lane says his hamstring looks just fine. Let's go. Absolutely true. Uh, good observation, says Dom. Faber says you play like you practice. Uh, let's see. Ronnie says that screams leadership and mentorship from Julio. Roderick adds he will push the receivers to be better in practice for sure. Pra- when you practice very, very well, you know, you talk about the Allen Iverson thing. But- yeah. You, it really does impact others around you in practice. Yeah, and, and there's a story, and uh, maybe we'll talk about this tomorrow or, or next week or something, but Drew Bennett was on the Titan Up podcast yesterday that came out. He talked about a McNair versus uh, Heimerdinger practice situation of how Steve McNair was able to take his game to the next level based on what Dinger was making him do every practice snap. And it was a really good story if you haven't, uh, listen to the Titan Up podcast this week. Uh, definitely do that with former Titans wideout Drew Bennett. So let's talk about the current quarterback, Zach. The one thing that Ryan Tannehill showed in practice yesterday that he does not get credit for. What is that? So I did a little research, and yesterday, and maybe it was just a good day for Ryan Tannehill, but Ryan Tannehill was on. And I'll give you an example of uh, later in the show of a ball that was perfectly placed that the pass catcher did not catch but should have because the ball was where it needed to be. The player was just not ready. Yeah. And 
I look. Who at, is the player? I, I will tell you that later <laughs> in the show, as I said. Okay, I, right, I will fine. disclose. I want to know. I will disclose the name who that names. player was. But Ryan Tannehill, what he doesn't get enough credit for is his accuracy. And if you look at the statistics, that's really what changed from when he went to Miami or came from Miami to Tennessee. He had the best completion percentage of any of his years in Nashville his first year. He had, it was, I mean, it was 70.3% completion percentage. Now, two things go into that. A lot of things go into that. Two main things. The Titans in 2019 were really good at not dropping passes, especially on deep balls. A.J. Brown was superb. Here is the thing that I went back and looked at. Ryan Tannehill had a 65.5 completion percentage a season ago in 2020. But the Titans were disastrous at drop passes. A.J. Brown was towards the top of the league when it came to drop passes. I believe he had four. You, we looked. I remember looking at those statistics. You realize that wide receivers don't drop that many passes that go their way. Right. A.J. Brown had his struggles. Corey Davis had his struggles in drops in a few games that I remember that he disappeared Alakazam from. So those if you have those drops back, that 65.5 is probably closer to 70. Mm -hmm. But he also was practicing tight window throws. I was very impressed with Ryan Tannehill yesterday. There's another scenario where Derrick Henry is catching balls in the back of the end zone. And he's trying to improve on his hands. I'll talk about Derrick Henry later in the show as well because I saw what Austin you saw two days ago yeah I, I i saw that yeah confirmed but ryan Tannehill really only had one bad pass in this particular drill give it to me again when he got it again the spiral was pristine through the air dropping dimes in the back of the corner of the end zone so he corrected his mistake and i it was I, it was apparent to see to me that i think why we're leading the show with Tannehill. We talked a little bit about Julio. But his accuracy, I don't think, gets enough credit in the scope of Ryan Tannehill's game at quarterback. All right, so that's interesting that you came up with that. So the one thing that Tannehill does not get credit for is his accuracy. So we want to ask you guys a question. What is Ryan Tannehill's best attribute as a Titan starting quarterback? What is Ryan Tannehill's best attribute as Titan starting quarterback. Real quick, let me tell you guys about Mandu, the Pulse of Fitness, where one 15-minute workout, 15 minutes, we've already been live for 14 minutes, so you could have been done with your workout by now, but 15-minute workout equals five or more hours in the regular weight room because of full body electronic muscle stimulation. It is real. You're putting all of that effort into your muscle fibers and not putting any of that pressure on your joints and hurting your body. Maybe you have a pre-existing injury and you can't lift like you used to, but you still want to be able to, to be strong in your daily life. Mandu is for you, whether you're young, you're older, you're in shape, you're out of shape, you've got injuries or not. Mandu.com, your first workout is absolutely free. A to Z Sports, we are powered by Austin's T-shirt. That is BetMGM. Download the app today. Use the promo code ATOZ Sports. But also you can use the promo co code today because they got a special. This is what we're feeding you. ATOZ100, you get a $1 money line wager. It wins $100 if the Braves or Phillies hit a home run. You can't beat that. They're trying to put money back into your pocket for new users. 
Use the promo code ATOZ100, $1 money line wager on on the Braves Phillies. Hit a homer, boom, you win $100. So download the app today. That's BetMGM. All right, so the question is, what is Ryan Tannehill's best attribute? You guys have been very uh, talkative in the comment section. Andrew says leadership. Uh, B-Rat adds leadership. Air Hill, uh, as uh, A.J. Brown called him on TikTok. Uh, Dom says deep ball. Uh, leadership from Patrick. Clutch ability from Christopher. Deep pass from Kevin. Justin says Tannehill's best attribute is his football IQ. Uh, Brooke said, Brooke and JJ, so this is JJ saying, it's a two-way answer. It's accuracy and decision-making. I think that's pretty smart. Devin uh, says is extremely accurate. I love our quarterback, he says. Aaron says best attribute is leadership, his accuracy in the deep ball. Chris says he loves that he's not scared to give the wide receiver a chance to make a play and take some chances, which is what we did not see the guy before, Ryan Tannehill, ever really do is allow the the playmaker to make plays and throw it when the guy might not be technically open it's what is nfl open compared to pac-12 open from what moriota was not seeing out there accuracy and decisiveness situational awareness a lot of really good uh answers here uh coach Patton says fearless quarterback doesn't second guess can have a three and out and the, the one drive and a touchdown the next drive um Ty, Ty Kendrick is asking, how do you put in the promo code? When you download the BetMGM app, it'll it'll ask for a bonus code, and that is where you put in ATOZ100 uh, on that BetMGM app there, Ty Kendrick. So, Zach, we've, I've read a lot of answers. What are, what's the, the best attribute? Do you think it's accuracy, or, no. or is that just what he doesn't get credit for? I think that's what he doesn't get credit for. Okay. I don't necessarily think that that is his best attribute. I think it's a very good attribute. I think his best attribute is – and I'm going to kind of create a a hyphenated word. Oh, God. Toughness availability. Toughness availability? Yeah. That's – how is that even toughness a hyphen? Toughness hyphen availability. No, no, no that's uh, like toughness slash – there's no hyphen there. That's no, like, I'm creating it. You I, can't You can't just, I, just marry created. those two words I, and I hyphenate the last that, name I've, like I've married them. No, you can't. That, that they are on their honeymoon no. and they're having a great time. Toughness availability. And let me let me dive in. And you brought up a good point. I'm not gonna, you know, beat a dead horse for the Mariota thing, but Ryan Tannehill stays in the pocket, gets busted in the mouth, and gets up every single time to be not only available for the next play, but the next game. Since he's been Titans quarterback, he's played every game. He started every game. He's available. And we talk about it. The best ability is availability. That is Ryan Tannehill, and it's something that the previous Titans quarterbacks, franchise quarterbacks, uh, Vince Young, Jake Locker, and Marcus Mariota, I'm not counting Zach Mettenberger or Charlie Whitehurst or Ryan Fitzpatrick, but the three quarterbacks before Tannehill didn't have this. They didn't have the toughness availability. And Ryan Tannehill in a short time has shown that. In a short time in Mariota's career, he showed that he doesn't have either of them. Right, well, and Tannehill, it looked like Tannehill was about to blow his knee out on his finger roll one time late in the season, and that did not look very good and clean. But he got up, and he was ready to go. Right? And if and he he amended that. He said, I, I've got to stick the landing. <laughs> yeah, or just don't do but it. But that, I truly believe, is his best attribute because this dude is tough. Yeah. He's athletic. 
he doesn't get enough credit for a lot of things. And I so understand that. Here, here it comes. It's Sir, Sir Easter's don't jinx it. Lee says, knock on wood, Zach. Ethan says, you better knock on wood before you jinx him. And then Robert says, and you just jinxed him. Well, look, all don't I'm, talk about how many free throws he's made in a row as he steps to the line to shoot a free throw. But that's his best attribute. I answer, so, the, I answer the question. You, you, like a guy, all you superstitious people can go up but and a rub, guy, a rub guy's, a rabbit's foot. I don't give a look, damn. But it's the facts. If a point guard for whatever college basketball team shoots eighty seven right shoots eighty seven percent from the free throw it's line, June. And I Zach, I know that. And neither is Ryan Tannehill anymore because he's done with minicamp. But if if a, that could be his best attribute, but it doesn't always work out. And Too bad. So, I, 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 don't be superstitious. Be real. Like I'm I'm just playing. Like, I, I can't but I don't think people are. I don't think you are. I well, think Polly Polly says Polly kind of says, damn, Tannehill had a no hitter going on. Uh, Josh says, uh, we just joined. What are we talking about with Tannehill, guys? We are talking about the best attribute that Ryan Tannehill has. Zach's observation from practice yesterday was that Tannehill doesn't get enough <coughs> excuse me, enough credit for his accuracy, but his best leadership from Zach is what hyphenated word? Toughness availability. So, yeah, I mean, I think it's more of a slash. But I, I think Ryan Tannehill's best – Best attribute is his communication skills. And I think that goes into, it, like, communication skills is like the top bubble on the tree. And it has a bunch of different branches off of it that allows him to be a good leader. It allows him to be a good teammate. It allows him to be able to relate to any guy on the roster. His communication skills, and it also translates on the field to being a good quarterback and communicating with his O-line, his wide receivers, his running backs, whoever, his defense on, guys, we get, would you give up a touchdown? Don't worry, I'm out there, we'll get seven back. I think Ryan Tannehill's communication skills are what he does best, and it's something that it's, it's hard to put in a tangible fashion to talk about. It's something that you have to see or hear a story about. Like when Johnny Manziel was on Bussin' with the Boys and LaJuan told a quick story about the right before the first start that Tannehill had against the Chargers, LaJuan walks by, and there's Tannehill and Art Smith sitting at a table, and Tannehill's already saying, I like this, I don't like that, I don't like this, let's change this to that. And and you walk by that, and you just overhear it, and automa- automatically you're more confident in the guy who's your new starting quarterback. Communication skills is what Ryan Tannehill does best. And I, I don't want to – and I remember that story – I felt like Mariota would always go up to the podium and be like, I'm just doing what the coaches tell yeah, me. Yeah, is yes, man. Is yes, man. God, I hate yes, man. I hate him. I hate him. I like it, and not Mariota. Well, it, I'm talking about the generality of Well, of yes, yes men are good in certain roles. It's like, but, but like, not I, starting not quarterback a, in the NFL. Yes men do not translate to leaders. Like, but you need yes men a part of your organization. Not as your face in the franchise leader that, of a billion that's, dollar. That's industry. what I'm saying. I agree with you. But yes men are important, but not to have a yes man as your as your turning quarterback. I, it's good to have a yes man. To play on special teams. <laughs> hey, guy, go chase that kickoff. Yes, sir. Got it. That's that's who you want your yes man to be, not your starting quarterback. Yes. Uh, yes. 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 So I, I agree. I, I respect the communication. And, and kind of what you talked about is it's the way you communicate, right? We have fortunately had an opportunity to see Tom Brady communicate in practice. Unfortunately? Fortunately. Oh, okay. This is unfortunate. No, no. I was about to say that was uh, the best thing that ever yeah. happened. Uh, <laughs> He is the best communicator I've ever seen in our practice field. Uh, surprise, surprise. 
But then you have guys like Philip Rivers that communicates a completely different way. You have Eli Manning that probably communicates a completely different way. I feel like Ryan Tannehill has confidence, but he's not the yeller screamer, right? No, he don't. He, don't have he to is. That. He is. He communicates in a way that yields trust. Well, he communicates to everybody in their own way. Like he's not just a across the board. Here's how I communicate. You deal with it. It's he communicates with different players that fit whatever that personality is. I think Ryan Tannehill's really smart, and I think he has the ability to relate to a bunch of different guys that makes him so successful at communicating. Because I also think he cares about that. He cares about how he comes across and how he communicates to his teammates. Yeah, and and, and so I, I think the overall scope of this is Ryan Tannehill doesn't get credit for any of this. <laughs> No, he doesn't. Ryan Taylor gets barely any credit for doing anything outside of the local talk. Yeah, I, and we had the argument last week. I don't think that the national media hate on Tannehill. I don't. He's think an, they, he's the. I don't think they hate him. No, he's the low hanging. I don't think. I I just don't think they talk about him. I I think there's a lack of care towards Tannehill. Not necessarily what you think, which is a negative connotation I think I think Ryan Tannehill is the low-hanging fruit for people who don't watch the Titans to make fun of the Titans and just like you're anti-yes man I'm anti-low-hanging fruit I don't like I don't like when people just reach for the low-hanging fruit because that's easy and lazy and not actually challenging yourself to do better whether it's the Omaha joke when Peyton Manning and the Vols made it to the damn World Series, then everybody had the Omaha jokes. And I just could not. It makes me cringe. It's low-hanging fruit. Kind of like Tulio? Tulio was creative. Was low-hanging fruit? No, Tulio. You just described the exact no, same no. thing. No, Tulio was something that came out. No, the Omaha it's thing was something that you fruit. saw coming from a mile away. <laughs> kind of like the Tulio. No, Tulio was the not second, low-hanging fruit. The second that he chose number two. That was the low-hanging fruit, and you were actually the first one to the vine. I know, but but so it wasn't. It wasn't. But it was my. You were the first one to the vine. That's what popped into my head. But that wasn't like there wasn't a because precedent. Nobody was going to call him Tulio until we started calling him Tulio. It was not low-hanging low hanging fruit. It, I, it was just a witty thing to say immediately. Yeah. And now I don't say it. Bobby gets the love of the show. Christopher gets the love of the show. It was not. You are, no, you are backpedaling like Dion. It was not. It was not low hanging fruit. <laughs> it was because it was new. It was like like the Omaha Vol stuff. No. That's the, that's no. as low hanging fruit it, as you can it get. It's literally apples and apples. Christopher says the fruit was on the ground. No, it was not. <laughs> it was not that. You get a love. You it was, get a love. You get a love. <laughs> We're giving thank love you, thank you, Danny. I don't. Danny says I don't think Tulio is yeah, low-hanging well, Danny fruit. Danny doesn't know a damn thing. Everybody else does. No, low-hanging fruit is the recycled joke. There was no way that could be a recycled joke because there was nothing to recycle. It was though. a rotten peach on the ground. No, it was brand new. Rotten peach on the ground from Georgia. Yeah, uh, Ethan says Austin, please respect his wishes and call Julio by his desired name. Speaking of the the next step in that thing. Uh, Janoris Jenkins just followed A to Z on Twitter this morning. We can ask him. And so we can figure out. Um, uh, well, I, we will find a way to ask if Janoris wants to be called by Jackrabbit. Yes. We will get confirmation. That is my my ode to this community prior to week one. I need some time, but that is what I will try to do. All right, Zach. So let's move on away from that before we just go off into another tangent. Uh, the Titans position group that you 
think is the most concerning at this point in the offseason. But first, tell everybody about where we're at, Wilson County Hyundai. We are live from Wilson County Hyundai. I absolutely love Wilson County Hyundai. I drive a 2012 Hyundai Sonata. I absolutely love that. And you can get that Sonata, just a newer version, right here at this dealership. Quick trip down I-40. Austin and I take this trip once a month. We enjoy it. It's quick. It's right off the exit, 236. They've got the Elantra. They got the Santa Fe. They got the Tucson. They got the Palisade, the Sonata. I mean, they they literally have it all right here. Fuel efficiency, all at a great price. Payne Bone, who's the owner of Wilson County Hyundai, family owned and operated, which is important. Yep. We'll hook you up with a great deal. If you are looking for a vehicle, I know vehicles are hard to come by because of the uh, so, some some things on, on getting chips and all that stuff, which is a whole nother world issue. They do have cars here on the lot. And if you come here, you can test drive them right here today. That's WilsonCountyHyundai.com. Uh, BetMGM, download the app today. They are our title sponsor of our morning show. If you download the BetMGM app today, use code ATOZ100. New users, that's code ATOZ100. You put a $1 money line wager on the Braves or Phillies, you get 100 bucks if either team hits a home run, regardless of what happens with that money line wager there. So a $1 money line wager wins 100 bucks if the Braves or Phillies uh, hit a single home run. That's with code ATOZ100. Visit betmgm.com for terms and conditions. You must be 21 years or older, must be president of Tennessee. If for gambling problem support, call the Tennessee Red Line at 800-889-9789. Uh, cornerback and Janoris Jenkins could have been a concern of a position group going into the offseason program with all the turnover, but I think that looks pretty good. From what I've seen over the last couple of camps, practices, I think the corners look like they have potential. Zach, what is the most concerning position group in your mind after watching practice? A couple of people are in the chat, and, and Dom brings up uh, a position that I will talk about. A lot of people saying kicker. Actually, yesterday, Buck and I sat there and watched practice for most of the time together, and Tucker McCann, look, he, he missed his first kick that was a really short, like, 33-yard field goal. But after that, he started knocking them down. And John Robinson was standing right there, right behind him. And Tucker McCann actually was good yesterday. He only missed two field goals out of about, I mean, he probably kicked close to 12. And so he was knocking them down. a good percentage. And, and at the very end, it was fire, fire, fire. You got to get on the field countdown. And he drilled that kick. So I, I'm not going to kill the kickers based on what I saw yesterday. But – Austin, I told a story earlier on in the show where Ryan Tannehill dropped back to pass. It was kind of in red zone, and the ball was right where it needed to be. The problem was Anthony Ferkser was not ready. And the one position of concern is the tight end group. It doesn't look like a group that will strike fear in any defense. No. And – Ferkser, reliability is what Ferkser has kind of made his hay on, yeah. right? That's kind of where it's been. But behind him, you don't really have any threats. And Ferkser, you could question as a threat. Because Jonathan Smith is gone. We know that. But I really think they need that extra, that next player at tight end. Anthony Ferkser is a great backup tight end. But he's not asked to be a backup this year. 
Buck and I were talking about this yesterday. Probably going to have to be patient and wait till mid-training camp. Later in training camp where tight ends get cut and pick some guys up off of other teams. But that is of concern. Yeah, and uh, it's in the the group looks incomplete. And it you does. Know, Angie asks, what about the French guy, the basketball player from St. Louis College? Look, I mean, I, I saw the guy run one route in individual drills two days ago. And bat, there's a difference in basketball players versus football players. I had a buddy who was a really good basketball player, tried to play uh, football, and just it didn't work because the way he chopped his feet and the way he moved did not was not fluid in route running, and that's the way French looked. It was not. It was running a five yard out route, and it took him too, way too long to get to that five yard mark before he bursted on his out. And so there's a big transition with French and where he's at, but that's not. They're not going to count on French to help them this year. That is a long play project that they are thinking that could turn into something. But I do think, and I've always been on this, I, I thought of the guys on offense that were the most needed to re-sign, Jonu Smith was my number guy because he was a glue part of the offense. They could do everything from a tight end position and be a chameleon of the offensive when it comes to scheme and play calling. They don't have that guy who can bring everything together and do it all at tight end right now. Ferkser has his role. Swain has his role. If you could combine the two to make them Captain Planet, that'd be the perfect tight end, but you can't do that. So I'm with you. I think the tight end position definitely concerns me. Yeah, and look, I, I think that they're going to have to add to that group. You talk about incomplete, and you talk about Jonu Smith. Julio Jones replaced, justified the, the Jonu Smith non transition franchise tag right yeah. they couldn't spend the money right instead they spent it on julio jones well they and then they were able to do Who that you rather they, have julio, i would rather have julio jones right, jones. right. so uh, they they ended up in a much better place than than before well, you know and, and adam says what about delaney walker any chance uh, the titans re-grab him like delaney walker does not fix that issue delaney walker is more like ferkser at this point in his career like you're not going to ask I, I believe 36-37-year-old Delaney Walker to <clears throat> block down on the defensive end. Delaney Walker's career is over, guys. Like, it's been over. What about this? How about this wide receiver's career that's not over, maybe? Teron Davenport tweeted this out 15 minutes ago. You know this guy. Former Eagles wide receiver Jordan Matthews has put on 30 pounds and is looking to play tight end for his next team currently working out at Louisville with their wide receiver and tight ends coach. And Jordan Matthews is on Teron's podcast that came out today. Former Vandy star, Jordan Matthews, trying to have a second life in the NFL, adding 30 LBs to play tight end. That's, I mean, I, again, I highly doubt the Titans do anything with that. But Jordan Matthews is a talented guy. He's had some injuries that have slowed him down. You know, it's just a, it's going to, you know, a team's going to have to get a flyer on a guy who's never done something. I don't want to derail this show. I'm going to ask you a question, Austin. Uh, would you rather have Tim Tebow on your roster? No. No. I would rather have Jordan Matthews. A big uh, burrito eating Jordan Matthews. Yeah, it's like, it's like Buck, but Jordan Matthews. <laughs> That's a hard shot. I can say that because I've been talking to Buck about it. But uh, so 
I would rather have Jordan Matthews, who actually has run routes and caught footballs and caught touchdowns in the NFL, rather than Tim Tebow. Because Jordan Matthews has actually done this just from a different lineup spot. I've watched way too many uh, rosters be created. That that doesn't work. Well, Tim Tebow's not going to work either, right? We don't like... I, I, I asked the question both not working, but... Right? That's not going to work. Don't waste your time on, on... And I understand, look... I've met Jordan Matthews. I met him and his wife and his dog. He's got a gorgeous dog who actually he got from uh, Carson Wentz. That is because they're friends. So, so now Jordan Matthews, future Colt, <laughs> future Colt tight end. That's it's too much duct tape for me. Too much duct tape. I mean, the Titans don't need to it's gonna, add. It's going to be the no Titans for me, don't though. need to add tight end Jordan Matthews. That does nothing to solve their current issues. I did think that was interesting because of Teron just tweeting that out and the time rolls no, in. Fair to bring it up. I, I just, uh, I, I'm, I'm out on that. Yeah, I, I'm out on that too. I just, interesting. They need to wait until week two of training camp when you got to cut your roster and then go out and get another tight end for depth. It's You're not going to flip the roster. You wait until the Eagles are forced to cut Zach Ertz. And you try to restructure a team-friendly deal. The problem is the Titans have got to cut somebody just to sign their full 53-man roster. They're just not in a position well, they, right they, now. They do have some room, but we know that John Robinson likes to keep at you know five to seven for million trade for trade deadline and for injury concerns. And where you Super have, Bowl go after a year, you have to. Have yeah, because what it like like if this was this year. Remember when Cyprian tore his ACL in training camp? They were able to go sign Kenny Vaccaro to a deal because they had that reserve and cap space where they have to make sure that it happens just in case the player gets cut or somebody gets hurt uh, and they can go do that. And I'm kind of with Jarvis. This team has too much to risk to experiment. I I, I endorse that comment, Jarvis. I think to experiment at that position. Like, they can experiment at – I think they can experiment at wide receiver now. I feel pretty confident of what I've seen at wide receiver. I think they can experiment where else? At running back because they're set there. They can experiment at tackle by signing a former Olympic wrestler. Well, that, that's every year. We're but not talking at, about that. I, We're talking about the position of needs. I, right. That's not, of course I'm, you can take a risk on a guy when you already have Derrick Henry. That's what I'm saying. That's the point that I'm making. That is, that that is not a point. Right. That is a known thing. What we're talking about is tight end. Right. That's what I'm saying. I'm saying you cannot I agree that you cannot risk it at this position this year. You can risk it this year at other positions. That was the point that I was making. Yeah, I, uh, I'd so curious John, to see the tight end available. Jonathan says, so Ferkshire dropped one pass, and all of a sudden the ship is sunk. A little early to, to bail oh, on him. Okay. Let's correct correct that, uh, Jonathan. Okay. We're not bailing on John. Uh, on Andy Ferkshire had a Ferkshire. great catch in yesterday's practice. I gave an example that I noticed how accurate Ryan Tannehill really is and just so happens the guy that was not ready for the football that was ready for him was Anthony Ferksar. It just transitioned into what we're talking about. And look, I, I, I'm not trying to say hey, if you were at practice. That's not what I'm trying to say. But if you were at practice, you would notice that all of these position groups have commodities that you trust. And then you look at the tight end groups and them in their individual drills, and you're like, 
something is missing. It's yeah, more of it's, a feel. It's so incomplete. I, I, that needs to be clarified because I, I would never over one play in a mini camp on June 16th out a guy and say, oh, Ferkser sucks because of that. He doesn't. I think he's a reliable resource. The issue is he is the starting tight end, and I believe that Anthony Ferkser mm-hmm. is a lot more of a backup tight end. Well, and That's so all I'm saying. Titans for Life is gonna, it has a comment that I want to get to, but we do want to ask you guys this question to get it more on the same page. What's your level of concern with the Titans tight end group, 1 through 10? What's your level of concern with the Titans tight end group, 1 through 10? But first, let me tell you guys about Renters Warehouse and RentersWarehouse.com. They're the professional landlords in the Nashville area. The surrounding Nashville area, the entire mid-state. If you're looking for a home to rent out for your son or daughter who just graduated, or maybe you uh, who are looking to upgrade or downsize or whatever it is, whatever your situation might be, Renters Warehouse can help you out with that. Maybe you own property and you don't want to sell it right now, and you want to rent that out to create long-term equity, create extra cash flow for you and your family. Renters Warehouse can help you out and make that easy on you where you don't do anything. They do all the work. You collect the money. Renterswarehouse.com is where to go. It is eSports. We are powered by BetMGM. This morning show's title sponsor. Download the app today. We've talked about that promo code we're going to give you. Basically, just toss you in $99, or really $100. Uh, but if you use the promo code ATOZ100, $1 money line wager wins $100 if the Braves or Phillies hit a home run in today's game. Hook you up there. Download the app today. All right, so the question is, what is your uh, level of concern with the Titans tight end group 1 through 10? A lot of times we do confidence level where 10 is the highest. Well, this is concern. So 10 means you are freak out mode. 1 means that you're not concerned whatsoever. You're so, sipping a Mai Tai. Yeah, so you, so you got some comments to read? Yeah, Donald goes 7. Steven says 6. 8 from Orlando. Scott with 5. That's our lowest so far. David says eight. Rob says three of no concern, really. Six from Two-Tone Zone. Nine from Ronnie. Tevin goes eight. Daniel goes six. Seven from Don. Jalen from eight. Adam goes four, so he's low. Oh, Rob says his bad eight. I, I didn't think yeah, Rob was going to I wanted to make sure I, I got that to correct so people weren't doing the wrong So thing. Rob corrects, corrects himself. 7.5 from Aaron. Eight from Noah. Van Jeffrey says six. Andrew says eight. Benjamin says five. Chris says four. Venom FFR says 7.5. So, like, there's some high numbers. Lee goes with five. You know, Jordan Jones says eight before Julio, five now. So, he's kind of changed. Yeah. Shane says zero just for some attention. (laughs) We got it. Uh, So, I think I forget who said the eight before Julio and a five. Now I'm kind of on the same thing. I, I was at like an eight and a half before Julio. I'm not going to go five. I'm going to go, I'm at a six now, but I, I do agree with Titans for life who commented earlier and co- talking back and forth with Rob uh, saying that the Titans can make up by using more three wide receiver sets. And I, I think that's kind of how they're going to go. Does change their entire offense. Well, in a way, because Todd Downing, with the Raiders was a more three wide receiver set guy. And I get the Titans are way different than what the Raiders were in 2017, but the Raiders had Derek Carr and Marshawn Lynch in their backfield. Ryan Tannehill and Derek Henry are way better versions of those two guys. And so I I think why they can go more three wide receiver sets, which means you have three wide outs, one tight end, one running back, right? So 
those two wide receivers are obviously AJ and Julio. The third wide receiver could be Josh Reynolds. But Zach, the third wide receiver could be Anthony Ferkser. The third wideout could be the actual tight end where now, and then you have Swain as the other. So it's a three wide set that actually looks kind of like a two tight end set because of Ferkser's flexibility. I think that's the best thing about Anthony Ferkser is his ability to play the slot and be productive from there and then give them a lot of maneuverability with what is a what is a two tight end versus three wide receiver set because Ferkser can kind of be both. Yeah, I was looking back at that 2017 Raiders season. Now they were six and ten, but you know that was a Jack Del Rio failure and a Mark Davis wanting John Gruden really bad year. Well, they they lost the last four games of the season. Yeah, it, it, they it, were six and six. It tanked, which is what John Gruden's basically done all three years. Of Every that time, Every they time. get six. They get to six and six. Yeah, they get to six and six, and then it is what are you going to do? And then all of a sudden, you can get to six and ten, or you can go to ten and six. Yeah, or you could go to nine and seven and maybe backdoor your way into a playoff spot. But that didn't happen then. But Derek Carr's numbers weren't terrible. Now, he made the Pro Bowl that year. 23 touchdowns, 14 interceptions. As an alternate, <laughs> probably. <laughs> but that, I do know he was it was at the Pro Bowl that he, year. He threw for 3,600 yards. Yes. Uh, so uh, maybe this does help. Maybe the tight ends are used less. It, it is just going to be unique because – for so many years, even dating back to Delaney Walker, the Titans have been a tight end heavy team. Yeah. Um, so, but they've never had Julio Jones and AJ Brown. Yeah, yeah. So Bimo says this offense will be multi-dimensional. Man, that's like a Mike Vrabel word if I've ever heard one. Multi-dimensional because they will play each wide receiver tight end all over. Each guy is interchangeable. I say the only guy who's not interchangeable is, is Jeff Swaim. But you're right, and I, and uh, there's been a lot of discussion. Luke asked the question. Warsham asked a question last week about the wide receiver's ability that A.J. Julio and Josh Reynolds can all play the outside, they can all play the X, all play the Z, and all play the slot. Like it, they, they can handle any of that to create mass, mismatches. And then Ferkser, like I said, can do both You know, slot wide receiver slash big tight end. He can line up in the backfield. So, you know, Strike brings up, uh, you know, Darrington Evans' role in the slot. They have the ability, Corey Blasting game, who looks – solid this year like he's been working hard as a fullback role they have a lot of flexibility in their offense but it's the the base two tight end set that just doesn't look as good as it did last year yeah and or really the base one tight end set doesn't look as good as it did last at, year. at tight end my concern levels are 7.5 because i think it's just uh it's the worst position group overall on offense so here's here's I would say on the more team. specifics. I would say on the team, on the football team. Okay, so if if the Titans line up with three wide receivers and one tight end, and that tight end is Anthony Ferkser, they're probably a blocking tight end. Can they? Right, that's what I was gonna say. If the tight end is Anthony Ferkser and they have Julio, AJ, and Josh Reynolds out there with Derek in the backfield, can they run effectively with Anthony Ferkser as the end of line Swain. tight end? Right, that's what, that's my point here is because with Janu they could do anything. That's the point. With Ferkser, it doesn't look like you can run as effectively as you could with Swain. But with Swain, you basically have one less pass catcher. I will say, and Buck and I were talking about this yesterday about Ferkser, and this was shortly after that drop pass that I mentioned. Ferkser has gotten bigger. The lower half of his body has gotten bigger. Which is good. He needs His it. legs have gotten better, bigger. And you, you could tell, I mean, you know, strict and conditioning, they sit there and they focus on one thing 
to help improve blocking, right? But there's only so they can only get so big, right? Yeah, yeah. And so Rob says, yes, you can run out of that effectively because you have Julio. Again, like it's easy. Like if you have Swain in there as your like, I feel good about your ability to run power run game with Henry behind the five offensive linemen and a good blocking tight end. But now your pass threats, you have a play action. You only have three guys running routes in this situation because Swain's not going to do anything running a route. With Ferkser in there, it's flipping. It's the opposite of that. And so that's that's the situation where you could become a little bit predictable is who is the one tight end with three wide receivers. Now you just say, well, our three wide receivers are better than their three DBs, and you just kind of go and see if you can win one-on-one matchups. Before we move forward, I do have two quick shades. So in three minutes, it should happen. I don't know if it will happen, but at 9 o'clock Central Time, the Madden cover is supposed to be released, and we can kind of confirm what we talked about this past week, Right, who's going to be on the cover. But two quick shades that I just saw on social media. One has to do with the media limitations that are just taking over the NFL. That's a whole discussion for another day on the protocols. But the media media is banned from filming Lamar Jackson's throws. What? All right, now we're back. I don't know what happened there, but we're back. So, uh, as uh, <laughs> B-Red says, the media heard you talking, talking about uh, Lamar. Dom says the media just banned you all for saying that. Joking, joking. Haha, we're back. That, that was Goodell. Goodell. Goodell sniped us from his office in New York, if he's back in his office, or his uh, basement in his uh, armchair, uh, wherever the hell he is. Uh, this is some conspiracy stuff from Chad. That's pretty funny. Funny stuff. Okay, back to your shade, which is ridiculous. I hadn't seen this about the media not being allowed to record videos of Lamar Jackson throwing the football. Yes, uh, media is no longer allowed to film Lamar Jackson throwing the ball to receivers. <laughs> well, what is that like? What's the context of that? Because here's what I do know is. In Titans practice, we have the ability to record video of the stretch warm-up period and the individual period. And then after that, we cannot, which after that is typically when quarterbacks throw to wide receivers. So technically, we are not allowed to do that either, but that's just because of how it's set up. But if they're specifically saying there is no way you can record quarterback throwing to wide receiver, but you can record Uh, other drills. So this is actually – oh, man, this is unfortunate. Because Billy Football, I saw this. It was a response. Jamison Hensley, it it was a response to this tweet. Lamar Jackson made his best throw of the spring, hitting Sammy Watkins along the sidelines. And a fan, what do you think the fan asked? Where's the video? So we're not going to get a video. The response is the media is no longer uh, allowed to film Lamar Jackson throwing the, the ball to receivers. 
but no longer allowed does tell you something. Well, and that's what that's a weird way to phrase that by Jamison Hensley that I don't know because I'm not in that. Like I know because as soon as we start, as we talked about yesterday with the Julio jumping up for the catch and then falling on his back, I had people say, where's the video? Where's the video? Well, again, canned answer of we're only allowed to record video in the first two periods of practice that happened later in practice. So there's no video, but it makes me feel like that's the situation. Not the fact that the Ravens PR and, and media relations says you cannot throw or record this specifically. And I think it's about the bigger picture of what periods of practice are available to record. And we, that's not one of them. We do have the Madden cover official. Ah, I haven't seen it yet. So tell me, I, I will set this up All if, right. if you will tell the fine folks about one of our advertisers. All right. Bone and Joint Institute, boneandjointtn.org is where to go. If you do get hurt, and life happens, right? Injuries happen in life. Make sure you know who to go to, who to trust when it comes to your body, your health, and getting back to life. And the Bone and Joint Institute, the best place to go in the mid-state. They do everything in their one facility in Franklin, Tennessee, with over a dozen doctors right there who specialize in whatever could go wrong. So it's the clinic, the diagnosis, the testing, the imaging, the surgery, and the rehab all in one spot right there, boneandjointtn.org. I need a little bit more time to upload this. So BetMGM, download the app. BetMGM is where to go. New users, take this deal today. Use code ATOZ100. You put a $1 Moneyline wager on the Braves or Phillies. You will win $100 if either team hits a home run, regardless of that $1 Moneyline wager there. So download the app today. Sign up. Use our code ATOZ100 for that $100 right there. All right. Good job, Austin. Your Madden cover officially released. MVP edition. Tom Brady... And Patrick Mahomes. What about Aaron Rodgers? No, no, Aaron. He's the MVP. What is it really called? The MVP edition. MVP edition. How can you call it right there on the screen? How can you call it the MVP edition without having the actual reigning MVP on the MVP edition? That's what it is. That is what it is. I mean, I I don't know what to tell you. It makes no sense. I'm with you. It's lame. Absolutely lame stupid how do you have it somebody answer my question from madden madden is not good at they're not good at their jobs i i haven't played the game in 10 years but the only thing i hear from people who actually play the game is that it hasn't changed in the last seven years and now you're going to create an mvp edition without the actual reigning mvp on the cover we're sitting right down with the mvps right there on the screen Stupid. I'd like to kind of be next to Tom. So, so, if you want to so they screwed. <laughs> it should have been goat edition. Like they used the damn goats for the teaser video. So make it the goat edition that actually makes sense, not the that. MVP edition. Why do they suck at their jobs? Because they're from Canada or from Orlando. That's why. I hate this. Like, I mean, you I, knew I, was I don't even care about it not being Derrick Henry. We've, I, I don't, that does not affect my life whatsoever. Well, eh, kind of. It does not affect my life whatsoever. I don't play the game. I don't play video games anymore. I don't have time for that. But I just think I hate when things don't make sense. And I hate when people make decisions 
that don't make sense where there was an obvious thing that would have been great right there in front of them. And this is that. I understand that. But that's what they've decided to do. They wanted to take advantage of Tom Brady and Patrick Mahomes. And, you know, the funny thing is, is that all of the, you know, the preview highlights are on PS5 and nobody has a PS5 because you my brother in law has one. They got one. Yeah. He was at, he was at a town on uh, Memorial Day, so we were watching his cat and using his pool. Uh, but his PS5 got delivered while we were watching it, so I got to bring it inside. Uh, and I was Did like, not set it up. And I, no, of course I didn't set it up. I don't know how the hell to do that. <laughs> but, so, but I was like, my wife was like, he's getting a package. It's a PlayStation. I was like, oh, I was like, really? He got one. I don't know where he got it, but I've seen the box, the PS5. So uh, that's what it is. What do you, uh, I've I, ranted about this. How do you feel about this? Because you are you are more of a video game guy than I am. Because uh, you, you, yeah, and uh, I I do play video games in front of thousands of people and make money off of that. But I mean, I'm, I'm kind of indifferent. I, I'm 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 more on how the game will play, as you kind of mentioned. Like, will I be able to dominate fools online like I did last year? Like. If that's the case, I don't know how much I'll be playing this year because of uh, business development. But right. uh, Darius is calling you for to to bring back NFL Blitz, and Brett saying bring back NFL Blitz. I, I, I've had do people message me a lot about the NFL Blitz. The problem is, is that I'll have to play the same season. Now, different results possibly, mm-hmm. but I'll have to play the same season. But I guess. In the scheme of things, a year later, nobody remembers the teams that I played. <laughs> but you're going to play – you play the same teams. Right. But, I mean, I, I mean, I would because I watched every Blitz game you played. Oh, a lot of people did. It was fun. Brooke says uh, – Brooke and JJ says, no, play Madden. No, you playing Blitz was more fun than you playing Madden. It was more dramatic, I thought. Oh, yeah. At Dude, the end of the game, people loved it. It was – it was a great idea, but I will give myself credit. It's a great yes. idea. The, the NFL Blitz idea was a brilliant, brilliant COVID shutdown plan that you had last year. And Bobby's right. You know, Madden is in season. Blitz is off season. Rob says that he'd rather you play Madden. See, that, that's the thing is like, we've got, I don't, I honestly, when Zach's saying business developments, we don't have the time to cut out, carve out an hour and a half of your day to play a Madden game. And B-Red says, play as the Lions. Yeah, that'll get big-time ratings. Huge numbers. <laughs> Although, you know what, Zach? You kind of have to play Madden this year. I'm just I'm just going to make the decision for us right well, now. No, you don't make any decision no, for make, what I do. <laughs> I No, I am. because Well, somebody from A to Z is playing Madden this year because how can you not with Julio Jones? You have to. Like, well, yeah. We, as a company, you have to take some time. It's not me. I, I, so, so yeah, we, you, you, but I'm just saying we as a company have to have somebody play streaming Madden weekly games because we can't just do it last year and then not do it because now there's AJ Julio, Henry Tannehill and the upgraded defense. Cause how many times did you get pissed off last year when Clowney made a sack in Madden after he'd already been on the IR uh, in the real life. No, I I understand. Uh, so well, we'll 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 have some business meetings about that leading up to the season. How about that? 
Sounds good. A to Z Sports, it is Thursday. It is time for the Magic Bucket. So, Zach, before the Magic Bucket, tell us about Calvin and Subtle. Yeah, Calvin and Subtle is where you need to go to get your hardwood floors, 615-448-6414, or online at calvinandsubtle.com. We're out here in Wilson County in Lebanon. They service all of these houses out here. Renovate your home, rip up all that old bad carpet, that stinky, smelly carpet, replace it with brand new scuff-free hardwood floors. That's what your family wants you to do. That's what your wife wants you to do. Throw out that idea. If you need new hardwood floors, if you're looking around, there's maybe cracks, cracks, maybe you're trying to replace instead of tile, you're going to hardwood. Calvin and Subtle has you covered at CalvinandSubtle.com. Don't forget, BetMGM, download the app today. Use this code ATOZ100. You get $100 if you place a $1 money line wager on the Braves or Phillies and either team hits a home run. That's how you get $100 today with BetMGM. BetMGM is where to go. Lee says that he will, he will play our Madden season for free. So Lee will do it. So I'm sure we'll have some more takers. But it is time for the Magic Bucket, Zach. You said there's a first, a Magic Bucket first for today. I thought there was going to be and a And now first. there's not. Well, I, let me clarify. What week, whose sticker week is it? It's yours. Okay. I saw that, that you had a sticker. I just, this was last week's sticker that I did not put on the bucket yet. Okay. So we will have a first. Because you don't have a sticker? I No, I have a sticker. Okay. It is a unique sticker. It is a sticker unlike any other sticker that in the history of the Magic Bucket. We've had a lot. We've got this double bucket. Double bucket. Double bucket, lots of stickers. For the first time, we, we have dual stickers? No. Oh. We, and you know what? We'll put we'll put it right next to Tannehill. we got Tannehill right there. Yeah. Find this He's, sticker. What are you digging for down there? This sticker is it? How big is it? Is it crumpled in your hand? No, no. It is a unique. Is it a sticker. is it an invisible sticker because you don't have one? No, it is, there <laughs> is a sticker. In what? The okay, hand. what's the sticker? It is actually a metal sticker. That is a unicorn right there that has a nice little ring handle. Metal sticker going what the right hell here. Is this on right there that's, going on the bucket? That's not gonna stay. Oh, it will stay. It's not gonna stay because it doesn't curve to the bucket. I bet you it stays. I bet you money it stays. Is this because you didn't have a sticker, so you had to go find something that you got for your like your Woo! niece? It won't stay, big dog. It's hanging tin. There's something there was, there was an entry in there. Right there. The first metal metal bucket sticker right there. You got a handle. That is my sticker of the week. And it is a unicorn. Okay. So you in my Pizza Planet sticker, you missed it last week. Oh, Pizza Planet. Pizza Planet. And we actually on the show, Jack and I made a great reference about the type of pizza chain that uh Shane Bowen is taking over. So it was a it was a deep deep analogy, uh, but it worked out that I had the Pizza Planet sticker right after that conversation. So I'll put that on the bucket. So now Zach, I will go ahead and pull for you since you were out last week. So you get the first. I'm with Ethan. Did Zach pull that off of your keychain because he forgot? A yeah, I had a keychain of a uh, a unicorn on my keychain. You really want to know? Oh. This should be good, though. No, this is fun. This is perfect and goes right there with BetMGM. All right, guys. Zach, well, you don't have your phone right now. I don't have my phone. So can we do this? Well, read the read what it is. All right. 
So log on to BetMGM and place a $10 bet of the chat's choice. It must be a plus money bet. And so because Zach doesn't have his phone, because Zach's phone is where you guys are watching. I, I, can, I can bet right after the show. Well, but we need to know the options. And so I will open up the BetMGM app. You got to pull up the odds. Power to the chat. The chat's either going to win or lose me money. Right. So, all right, guys. What um, type of bet do we want Zach to place $10 on? It has to be plus money. Um, so, you know, we can do uh, B-Rat says NBA, and we need to kind of wind this down. So you guys chat, you guys give the answers, um, your answers, and then, Zach, you pick my magic bucket, and then we'll Lane, come back to it. Lane this. says pick the under for Durant points. Yeah, but that's not going to be plus money. It might be. Oh, the under will. Um, let's go to it. I hope it's high. I hope it's like 40. It's probably going to be 33 and a half. Durant. No, it's it's 34 and a half, but it's minus 115 is the under. Oh, the under. So the under, so the under uh, Durant points are out for you. All right. So, um, so go ahead while they answer, go ahead and draw my magic bucket and we'll figure out what we can do here. <laughs> These are some, this is a good one. It's actually a slash. Well, it could be a slash on me. Will be a slash on me. Uh, impersonate your co-host for thirty seconds. So uh, I will get a timer here on my computer ready. So impersonate your co-host. For 30 seconds. I am ready when <laughs> you are. I'm a little scared, but I'm trying to think the best way to do this. Um, I know what I'm gonna hey, talk hey, no about. No hose bars. I, I I've got some pretty thick skin. I don't care. I I know what um you got 30 seconds. Yeah, I'm no sales material. Okay, okay here I, I pulled pull myself, myself up in the camera, camera so I can really get up into the camera of being Zach Bingham. Like, come on, Corey Davis, all he does is run out of bounds. Like, he's weak. AJ's way better. AJ would never run out of bounds. Look at the vein popping out of my neck. What are you talking about, Austin? Like, he's a bust. He's the biggest bust in Titans history. Corey Davis is a terrible, terrible trash wide receiver, and the Jets paid him way too much money. He's never going to make a contract. <laughs> Whew. That was good. Did my face get red enough? I tried really hard to get my face red. Oh, I feel like I have to take like 30 seconds to catch my breath. <laughs> I don't know if there was an echo because there's two microphones. There definitely was. <laughs> I should have muted my other one. <clears throat> yeah, we definitely... Uh, we spend too much time together, as Shrike says. Uh, so now I can breathe. All right. <laughs> now where's yeah, my? Where's your stress? Yeah, I don't. I don't have. Did you bring your stress? I don't want to use your stress. Oh whistle. yeah, you don't need to. Yeah, that. yeah. We, we still have a pandemic going on. No stress whistle sharing at all. Okay. So what do we do with Zach's bet? I did see uh, Dom says do a fifteen team parlay with basketball, baseball, and hockey. What about? You could do a parlay. I mean, I want to win. We want to win. What about, can we do a parlay with every game that's happening today? 
or do we want to just there are three NBA games happening in and today and tomorrow. What if we pick a parlay with the money line underdog to win on all three? So the Nets plus 180, the Hawks plus 115, and the Clippers plus 110. That Clippers not going to hit. So $10 would win you. It's plus 1164. So that $10 would win you 126. If the Nets, Hawks, and Clippers all win. Hell, let's just do Clippers cover. How about that? Clippers won last night. They can win. They ain't going to win. Clippers plus two. Does that make you feel better? Is that what the line is? Yeah. So might as well do the money line. Yeah, you might as well do the money line. All right. So you have the bet. The bet. I is- have the bet. The bet is money line parlay of the three NBA playoff games on the schedule is Nets, Hawks, Clippers, all money lines, all underdog money lines. That's for tonight and tomorrow, NBA. You like that? I can do that. All right, ten dollars to win one twenty-six. I'm gonna screenshot that so you can do that once you get your phone back. And Joe, I know two of the games are tomorrow. We we talked about that, but that that's what Zach's ten dollars is gonna be on. There you go. Mag- you got to do what the magic bucket tells you. Strike to do. says we should have made you bet on soccer. Should we add a soccer game to this parlay? I think you're just throwing it away. I agree too. I think this actually has a legitimate chance. So now we're all rooting on the Nets, the Hawks, and the Clippers, who all just won. Who all just won, but hard to win back-to-back playoff games. How many of those are elimination games? Well, the Hawks, the Hawks can win the series. The Clippers, is that elimination? Can win the series. And the Nets. Can win the series. So this is all elimination games. Yeah. I kind of like this. Like, They're all uh, window advance games. But to, I guess a elimination the for the other. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. So I kind of like it. So there you go. There's your bet. And that's today's show. All right. That is today's show. All right, guys. Have a great rest of your Thursday. Buck will be live today. Mike Vrabel will be on Buck's show at 1130 on 104.5 The Zone. So check that out. That'll be fun. I'm sure Buck will have some fun with that later on tonight on A to Z Sports Primetime as well. Uh, make sure you check out our podcast network, A to Z Sports Podcast Network, wherever you get your podcasts. You check out new content every week there. We'll see you guys tomorrow on a Friday morning. Thanks. Adios.